You're listening to the Tulsa VIP Home Show on Success 105.7. I'm Heather Vest. Right now, the market's been a little crazy, as everyone knows. No kidding, right? Houses have been moving very quickly. Yeah. So I'm here with Joey Scott with Waterstone Mortgage. Hey, Joey. What are some of the strategies? Or th- well, there's a lot of things that we're we're doing. In fact, you know what's interesting is how scared people are to just buy they a are. house when they have a house. Totally. Yeah. There's no. It's it's um, for us. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's you know day in day out we do that. Right. Um, but I mean, you and I, I think we just closed one last week. It's the same thing. Somebody going from um, buying a house and then mm-hmm. they ha- they own it and they're scared. They're like, oh, but how am I going to buy another one when I got to sell this one? But for you and I, I mean, how many times have we done that? It's, I don't know, dozens of times. One of the, what I do on my end is I usually give an like extended closing date. So then we have that gap, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's one way that, you know, just set out the close. I see what you're saying. That's one of the things we've done. Most of the time, I'm just kind of like making people feel better about it because it's something that we do regularly. Right. Um, you know, I, I guess for people that are listening, it's just as easy as um, you, you close on both of them the same day. You right. sit down at a title office and um, if you have a good team like mm-hmm. uh, like Heather, I'll have to just like give you give you your props because your <laughs> clients are always ready and prepared and know what's up. Um, but when they go to closing, they can sit there and sign the dotted line mm-hmm. to sell their house. And then they sign another dotted line buying their house. And that's it. It's 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 really there's a lot of moving parts. No reason right. to get into all of that. But that's why you hire a pro. Um, like I just keep talking how great you are. Uh, I'm okay, so, is that why you invited me here? No, no, no. Why? Well, thank you. I, how much am I paying you again? Um, why you're blushing, uh, No. Uh, well, one of the things that strategies I've noticed that you did was helping a client get pre-approved without having to do a contingency. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind of one of those uh, games that you play as you go type right. of thing. Uh, I'll have a client come in if they want to do that. They want to mm-hmm. sell their house and then buy another one. Right. I will um, try to get them approved to buy another one as if they're keeping one, even though they, you know, they right. plan on selling it. And of course, if if they're trying to list it and sell it, it's real simple. They just hire you and then it gets sold. It's I, done. One um, of the clients <laughs> that we did was like after we bought the other house, they were like, "Oh my gosh." We've got to sell this house. What do we do? And I was like, dude, it's okay. Yeah, we we already wrote the, we yeah. got the contract out like two. I've got two additional weeks to market this house. It will be gone in less than a week. And, and especially in this market, it's, it's surely it's like the best time if you wanted to make a move, right? Um, and you're scared because you have to sell yours. There's not never been a better time to list one and have confidence it's going to sell. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Like, if you thought that, you know, maybe my house needs to be bigger, I've got more kids, or maybe I've got less kids, I need it to go smaller, right. whatever, mover upper, I think, or um, downsizing. Yeah. yeah. There's all, all of those things. It's that basic thing of I need to sell my house and buy a new one. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, don't be scared of that. It, I, I, in fact, I think most of our transactions essentially are like that. But like you said, uh, from the lending side, mm-hmm. I'll try to have somebody in approval so they can go out and uh, have somebody accept their offer right. that, that without it being a contingent yeah. uh, on, upon them selling. But then they go and they try to sell their house. And in this day and age, they're able to. And um, they can just have both of those closings at the same time. Or you can have everybody involved up front and sell right. or save. Tell it, me how know. it looks a lot of time in payments. Because I'm imagining some people are able to either keep the same kind of payment or is it very similar because interest rates are sometimes they're moving from a higher interest rate or... You know, there's a, a few ways to do this. And this is, um, it seems complicated. And I say that a lot 
but it's it's really not. It's a very easy deal. I've got somebody right now, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. You know them. Um, they're going to buy a house, right? And they have a house that they want to sell, right? So what I'm doing is, and I'm getting them a loan on on, on the new house, right? And actually, two loans. And the second loan is just a a line of credit, okay? That is going to be about the amount that they hope to get out of the sell of their old house. Okay. And so they have the regular mortgage that uh, they plan on paying on, you know, once they get in there. And then they have another one that once that other one sells, they'll be able just to pay that one off. And then they oh. have just the one. Yeah. It's, so there's, there's a little bit of, um, um, finessing. Call, let's go with finessing. Um, but just, just a few pieces of puzzle. But uh, somebody told me the other day, I like, I'm, I'm like a Rubik's cube guy when it comes to loans. <laughs> and to me, it's like, oh, it's easy. You just put the yellow with the yellow and the blue with the blue and voila. I was never good at those, but I, <laughs> I do like, I, mean, I like trying to figure things out though. I, I like sort of like a chess game. It Rubik's, is. Cu it, Rubik's it, cubes were never my thing, yeah. but I like to do Sudoku or whatever. Cause I'm like, okay, I can figure this out because of that and what yeah, have you. Yeah. Well, so. the, in our industry, is it not like that a lot of times? I think so. But, you know, I, I keep coming back to hire the right person. You know, if you have the right people, you've got a, a, a loan officer and a realtor and an insurance person, you know, everybody that's got title experience. Yeah. Title, if, if you hire the right people, they know how to do those Rubik's Cubes for you. Don't worry about it. Right. Get the right people and uh, just don't, I guess, don't be so, don't be scared. It's going to work out because right. and this market gives you that advantage. It lets you just kind of relax a little bit you will be able to sell. Yes, that's the thing. As long as it's priced right, that's the only thing I've noticed is I have seen some people that, you know, have gotten, and they realize that they're, you know, oh, well, you know, this market's crazy and I can just sell my house for whatever. Well, yeah, a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One million dollars. Yeah. Okay, no, that's not going to work when your house is only worth $250,000. Yeah, yeah. So we can use the word million, but it's a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so long as you're pricing your house right, and a good agent can be able to, to tell you what that is and what yeah. it looks like yeah. because then they can help you direct you in that that part because it's only when you get overly aggressive that it becomes a it little can bite you a little bit yeah it yeah. can bite you in the butt because it what happens is you end up sitting on it for a little while and then people are like oh what's wrong with this house yeah yeah well it, again if you um I, I see that uh, from my perspective because i deal with lots of realtors mm -hmm. and not all realtors are the same and um i've had some contracts come in that uh, or people looking at houses trying to make an offer on it but they right. can't bring themselves because maybe it's just a it's pushing it a little but if you have the right team involved they'll even educate the other realtor if you need to right and I'm sometimes sure you've done that yeah and then there are times where we've made you know there's a few of them that i've made offers that were like i don't know if this will praise mm -hmm. and that's where we come in and saying okay um i've put in you know statements that say you know we will pay above appraisal cost if necessary or that they say you know just different type of there's certain techniques yeah, yeah there's certain yeah. techniques on the to protect the seller to know that we're not going to back out if it doesn't appraise right right and surprisingly enough a few of them that i thought wouldn't that i'm like oh this will never get there mm -hmm. totally made it and yeah. i was like oh. I've, I've been seeing that so much lately really i, I yeah, well in this last year mm -hmm. while uh, everything's been kind of uh, off the chain so to speak uh, I've seen a lot of those that um, are pretty high, it feels like. Mm -hmm. um, but sure enough, you know, the, the appraisers, I'm not an appraiser, but um, something you got to remind yourself is the appraisers are going to put their opinion of the value of the home mm -hmm. that the lender will look at, but they're going to take into account the fact that somebody's willing to pay it in and of itself. Like you're willing to pay that right. amount for it in that should affect the value of the appraiser, and it does. So if you are coming to the table saying, I'm offering 20000 over, whatever the case may be, 
the appraiser is going to take the fact that you're willing to pay that in for the value. And I've been seeing that be reflected in a lot of the appraisers I've, appraisals I've had come my way. So basically having the right team of people will help you even in this crazy market and not to be scared. So thank you, Joey. Hey, forget about it. All right. All right. <laughs>